0: Welcome to the Heal, Cleanse, Love podcast. Life is better when you are aligned with who you really are, when you are you, capital Y O U. How do you get more aligned? I found that doing things that fall into one or more of these categories healing, cleansing, and loving as often as you can will get you closer and closer to the real and most beautiful you. Come and be still for a while Quiet your soul for a time There's no place like real and this is heal cleanse love i love this conversation with these two smart fun beautiful women who are following their inner voices lauren and courtney's inner selves have brought them to become the owners of a crystal shop as they refer to it called moon and stone despite both of them thinking in the past that they'd never want to be one of those people They not only sell crystals and jewelry, they hold events that often include a meditation led by Lauren, a sound bath by Courtney, and other vibration raising activities. In this episode, they talk about how they came to start their business and what they ultimately offer to and wish for their clients. Before we began recording, they told me some people mistake them for life partners rather than friends and business partners. I can understand why this happens. The bond between these two is so evident, and the way they care for each other is extraordinary. Not just in the emotional sense of caring, but they are attentive to one another and literally give care as you'll hear in the conversation. These ladies have accepted life's invitation to unlock more of their inner power. They've sifted through the many options in life and are narrowing in on where they want to focus that power. This podcast features everyday people sharing personal stories and experiences. It is not intended as advice. It's here for you to listen to and choose what resonates with you and what doesn't. You can find Lauren and Courtney at moonandstone.com. The word and is spelled out. Their Instagram handle is in the description. Follow them if you want to learn more about what they do. And if you want to lighten up and laugh a little or a lot. I'm here with business partners, Courtney and Lauren. They are the owners of Moon and Stone. When did you start your business? What did you set out to do?
1: And um, what was your vision when you started? So we've been in business for about a year, um, but we really started, you know, kind of coming on this journey and figuring out Moon and Stone and what we wanted to do in our vision Um in 2019, um, we were actually both on vacation together in the Bahamas mm-hmm. with our families, um, and I started having some weird physical symptoms. Um, I had my left side of my body was going numb. It was super-duper tingly. Fast forward, get home, go to the doctor's office, and I didn't have any reflexes in my left side. So I went, and I had an MRI, um, and it was a pretty scary time. Um, yeah. and Courtney was right there next to me listening to my fears oh, yeah. and was worries. Uber driver. Yep, she <laughs> was my Uber driver. Um, but then I had an MRI, and I, um, I was told that I have some lesions on my brain stem, um, as well as inflammation in my brain. And long story short, that it was the start and the onset of MS. Um, and I thought to myself, nope, that's not for me. I don't want that, and I don't accept that, um, and if my body can create this, then my body can take it away. So I dove into everything I could try to do to heal myself naturally, um, and Courtney, being the amazing best
2: friend she is, was like, Wait. I was like, sure, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> I, I basically follow Lauren off the cliff. <laughs> Um, but all of her ideas were fantastic. Um, and really honestly, parallel to that, I was going through my own self transformation. Mm -hmm. Um, we were all in the middle, you know, on, I think on the brink of COVID on the brink of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, Lauren had these fantastic things that she was trying, and she seemed happier and lighter, and was had less anxiety. And I was like, I, I want what you have. And um, so we both started to study mindfulness, and um, Lauren dove headfirst into meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, you could say a little bit more about how your first maybe how like meditation was for you at first and how you first got into it?
1: Yes. So I just needed a way to get my mind to process and to clear and to move away from the fear, um, Mm -hmm. that this quote unquote diagnosis had provided me. Um, and so my aunt actually was like, have you ever tried meditating? And I was a type a go, go, go type of person. Um, I thought that the more committees I was signed up for, the more money I was able to bring into my family, the more I was doing, the more important I was, mm-hmm. the more powerful I was. Um, and through meditation and through everything that I learned, I realized the connection between our mind and our body and how our thoughts affect our physical body, just as our physical body can affect our, our thoughts and, you know, our mind and our, you know, how we're feeling mentally. Um So I gave meditation a try, and it was super awkward and uncomfortable at first. I used to meditate in my closet, um, but then I just started to notice the benefits of it, and I'm a true Gemini, so I like to learn, and I get a lot of energy from knowledge and learning things, so I went and became an instructor just to learn more about meditation. Prior to your aunt suggesting meditation,
0: Mm -hmm. did you already think you wanted to take control of your healing
1: So I'm a, I believe that I can literally do anything and everything. And you go so you believed that prior to that? Oh, yeah. Like when we travel, I'm like, okay, if somehow like the pilot gets a heart attack, don't worry. I feel like with looking on YouTube, like I could take over, like I got this, everybody. I mean, I think like, and I always think like if somebody's doing like electrical work, I'm like, well, they learned how to do it. Okay. Surely I can. It's interesting though, because a lot of people do think with their bodies for some reason. They don't, don't feel think... like you have control over it. So, mm-hmm. but I literally remember being like, okay, but I created this, so why can't I take it away? Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it
2: wasn't like you abandoned your doctor's appointment. No. Oh my gosh. Or your physicians yeah. no. or anything that they you recommended. Know, had recommended mm-hmm. for you. You just thought, in alignment with that, yep. I'm going to take control over this anxiety, really, yep. that had been crippling to you prior to yep. the. The diagnosis. Yep. And so the meditation helped with the anxiety. And then did you see that it
0: was
1: actually helping with the symptoms as well? Yeah. Yeah. So like going and learning through that, I learned how, you know, our energy affects our body, how our mind affects our physical body, how our physical body is always in that fight or flight, which is really damaging to ourselves. Um, And, you know, by quieting your mind, by being more... You know, responsive rather than reactful. You can actually change your physical makeup.
0: Moon and Stone. I know you do meditations, Laura, and mm-hmm. you lead them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You do sound healings, Courtney. You guys have beautiful crystals. Do you want to talk a little bit more about what you have and, and why you incorporated all of, all of the things that you do? into your
2: Yeah, business? I mean, Lauren and I were, you know, in in the mindfulness training. We were meditating. We were doing a lot of readings on past life work um, and other meditative processes. And somehow, I we ended up. Each with a crystal one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember prior to that, we had said, Oh my gosh, here we are buying the book on the medical medium mm-hmm. For, mm-hmm. Um, for celery juice. Yep. And shoot us if we ever pick up a crystal and, and decide that's That we're going to be, be, <laughs> be crystal people. They were going to be crystal people. Yeah. And then, um, Somehow, it they both ended up being um, an important part of our journey in our life. Um, we met Nicole from True by Nicole, and Lauren had a session with her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "You've got to meet Nicole." And so I went for a session with Crystals, and I was like, "This is it. This is our missing piece." So then we dove into Crystals. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Lauren head doing headfirst. Head <laughs> lots of research, lots of um, online research. So um, as we started to shop crystals, that's when we realized that there wasn't a market for people like us who were spiritually curious, who were quote unquote normal. Who, you know, found the energy healing and beautiful. And we um, just wanted something that we didn't have to give to, to other people. Yeah. And so as the meditation part. And the crystal part came together. Lauren and I were like... And the community part. in the community, right. So when
1: we were, you know, experimenting with everything, we had the support of each other. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to put the meditation, the crystals, and the energy that it brings, but also that sense of community that we thought, okay, there must be other people out here that are kind of looking for other ways, other answers, like...
2: Without, without the, having
1: to go to Peru and
2: yes. do the extreme. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. How can you do that from your own home? And, and have the support Yeah, that
1: like there's other people out there also experiencing the same thing.
2: there we're out there in the community with these crystals now and I can't tell you how many people that I meet who are interested in it as well that I never would have guessed Mm -hmm. you know you'll you'll run into somebody and they'll say oh what do you do for a living and it's one of those (laughs) oh god do I tell them we own a crystal shop (laughs) we own a crystal shop (laughs) More than not, people have been incredibly um, supportive and inviting and interested in the concept of energy and um, alternative ways of raising your vibrations in this world. And people are looking to, you know, hold each other's hand right now. I mean, there's a lot of pain and suffering in the world and we've experienced a shitload of experiences that we never would have guessed were coming our way. And I think that this sort of energy and this sort of healing is enticing to people because nobody knows where else to turn. Mm -hmm. And we're saying, turn to yourself, turn to nature, turn to, you know, one another. And you know, raise that vibration together on this planet. And now I'm saying it out loud. Now I sound weird, but it is a little weird, it's it, fine. but it's okay. Yep. It works for us. Um, well, and the more you so
0: lucky. Yeah. My experience, the more you go down the path, you, you do see how much it works. Uh-huh. You feel the power that you have to uh-huh. influence, you know, everything in your life in a positive way. And, we've lived also without it. And so we have that comparison, you know, that, that, okay, things may have been okay, or I might've achieved success, but until you experience what it feels like to live with at least an awareness of this, these Mm -hmm. things and a practice that involves these things. I mean, when you have those two ways to compare. You just, you just know, Mm -hmm. right. You just know you're happier. You feel more comfortable in your own skin. Mm -hmm. The thing that I find is that to be able to do this, you know, I, I don't know you guys well at all. And here we can sit here and have a meaningful conversation. That was one of the things that I lacked in my life when I was on the track of the way the world generally wants you to be is I just felt I would go days and weeks without a meaningful conversation with somebody other than close family. Mm -hmm.
2: And it felt so empty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, having other people in the world near or far right now is important and you don't have to be close. I mean, we have a fantastic community of people that on our social media, and we are able to connect with people Uh and we're able to share our light and our energy with others. And there's no reason they can't have that. You know, a lot of people are, Oh, you're always laughing or, you know, you're, your energy so high. How do you do that? And it's like you could do that too. You and, know, and
1: and shit still happens oh, in our yeah, life. Totally. And like that's what we're also trying to convey is like, the, we're still like everybody else walking through the storm of life, mm-hmm. and things still come our way. Um, loss still comes our way. Relationship things still come our way, but we're able to walk through it, like all and proud mm-hmm. and proud for what we believe in and how mm-hmm. we handle ourselves. And we can still find the joy mm-hmm. in yeah. the small moments. Can you say a little bit more about how things have been in the past few years? Yeah. So I was told that I was going to have to have MRIs every six months for the rest of my life. Um, and then I kept on my path of wellness and mindfulness and really understanding and making the connection of what my mind has the, you know, what effect it has on my body. Um, and then I went back for, you know, this is then a year later, and they're like, oh, wow, the spot there is still the same. It doesn't look active. Like, this is amazing. You know, let's try again. I think we can go every year now. I'm like, okay, great. And then we went, I went another year, and they said, oh, wow, still nothing is going on. Like, I don't have an explanation for that. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, no need. I am all good. Don't need an explanation. Um, And then they said, you can go come every two years now. So it went from every six months for the rest of my life to now every two years. And we'll see what happens in another year. And physically, you feel good. Physically, I haven't had any flare-ups of symptoms in like, I don't know, like almost a year. Mm -hmm. Like a long time. Cool. And when
2: you do have the flare-ups, it is related to stress, stress yep. and taking care of yourself. Yep.
1: yep. And so when they do come up,
2: I understand that now. Yeah. Whereas before, I didn't understand that. Yeah. And now you know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right. I mean, it's a lot easier to take immediate action and take care of yourself when you know what your triggers are mm-hmm. and you know. And you have the tools. And, the and you have set. the tools. Yep. And then you also can you don't panic because mm-hmm. you know that you're in control of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, that has to do with a lot of people's anxiety. A control is a huge oh, yeah. propeller of people being anxious and nervous. And um, we talk a lot to our clients about releasing their control, um, trying to let go. Um, I would say majority of our people, the questions we get asked is how do I let go and how do I lessen my anxiety?
0: Courtney, I was here, for, well, with both of you uh, for a great event one night, and uh, you did a sound healing. Can you talk mm-hmm. about that a little Yeah.
2: So I have um, about seven sound bowls. They are crystal um, healing sound vibration bowls. They are connected to each of your chakras. So they hit a vibration that is... Um, I guess, there and provides clearing of each of your chakras. So not only is it a beautiful meditative sound, um, and, and it actually is very healing for me to play. I know, you know, you, you. I'm not a musician at all. I don't have music experience, but started with these sound bowls on my own in my home and then progressed to doing them, you know, for other people. But the amount of energy that they provide and the vibration that bounces around the room and bounces from person to person and energy space to energy space is an incredible healing and calming experience. And I've, I love doing them. Um, people, you know, really enjoy having that as a part of what Lauren and I offer part of our, um, we offer it as a part of our gatherings when we do meditative gatherings lauren does the meditation we do some crystal q a um we do some crystal meditation um chatting about what crystals go with meditation and then we move into the sound bowls and it's just a fantastic way to round out a really special experience in meditation it was it was beautiful powerful
0: You know, a lot of people talk about love and fear and a lot more people, I think, along with having some knowledge about crystals, people are getting more exposure to the concept of love and fear being opposite ends of a spectrum. Living on the love end of the spectrum is something we can understand conceptually, but it's, it's difficult to know how to do that in everyday life. What does it mean to you either, either one or both of Mm -hmm. you to say, you know, living in a place of love, what does that mean? And is that something that is
1: meaningful to you? I think that when we live in a place of love, and I think that a lot of times people take the word love and immediately attach it to romance. Mm -hmm. Um, I take the word love and I attach kindness to it. Um, When we lead with kindness... Even when we don't want to, we then will raise our vibration of our being. So when we lead with kindness, when we lead with love, we are raising our vibration. So therefore, on the the law of attraction, we will get more love and more kindness and more good back to us. Um, and when on the opposite spectrum, if you lead with fear, if you lead with judgment, if you lead with criticism, that's what you're going to get back. If you can take that split second and change your energy, change your reaction, you can get more of that in return. Mm-hmm. So that's
2: what it means to me. Mm-hmm. I, um, similar to that, I was thinking about how you always have a choice. You have a moment to make a choice. And I think it's about choosing love. It's about making that choice conscious. But you, Lauren always says, your brain is a muscle. Your mind's a muscle. So unless you create a new pathway mm-hmm. that is instantaneous, that doesn't take as long, mm-hmm. that takes time. So you need immediately to immediately react, right? Yeah. You have to create a new rut in, in that that space to make that time is meditation. That space to make that time is in the pause. It's, it's taking a step back. It's trying to not fill the space between things and between thoughts. It's allowing that to be. And you, know, you could lead from fear. Um, but I think everybody knows that's not getting them anywhere. It's just how do you do it? And I think that it's slowing down. I really think that it's taking out a lot of the busy work, a lot of the busyness that we do. The bullshit. The bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. mm-hmm. in, in slowing everything down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're much more capable of choosing love. We did a thing of it. If it's not an
1: F yes, yeah. then it's a no. yeah Right. Is do you think in your mind, oh, I want to be a part of the PTSA, which for some people that is a yes. I want to do that. That's an F yes. But unless that's what you're getting in your mind, then that's not for you right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is contrary to how everybody was raised. It
0: was, yep. you know, pushed through yep. and you have to have these goals and do these things and...
1: Yeah, you're not going to like it, but just do it. You yeah. have more status the more accolades you have, right. the more you have on your calendar.
0: Yeah. And and I, I really think that's why it's very hard for people to let go of yep. those things because we've been trained that that means success, yep. that mm-hmm. it's the hard work. I want people to know when you're lit up, when it's an F yes to what you're doing you will work
1: harder than Mm -hmm. ever because you're so lit up. You're so excited. Yeah. And then it's different. If you're doing something that you love, that's a different mental and physical response than if you're like trudging through something you hate. When you, when you've lived for so long, Without having something that
0: you really love. So like letting go of those things, I think is also hard because you're not sure that
1: something's going to bubble up Mm -hmm. (laughs) that is actually there that inspires you. But that's when things do bubble up, right? right? Is that when you When you get down to that next level underneath your conscience, right underneath it in meditation, that's when your genius comes up. That's when your creativity comes up. That's when the ideas pop up. But you can't access that if you're go, 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 go. You can't. Or yep. if you're afraid it's not there. Yep. And I think, I mean,
0: this is an assumption, but I think everybody has something. Everybody oh, has it. Yes, it's there. Absolutely. absolutely. You know, it's there. And yep. and you gotta let go of the other before you can find mm-hmm. it or
2: before you can
0: it's scary though. It
2: is scary, but I think there's there are certain levels to it, right? Like I remember when I first started to let go It was, I was, I had also, you know, gone to school for a lot of different things, ended up being a stay-at-home mom, felt very, after my kids started to get a little older, felt very uncomfortable with that, didn't feel good enough, didn't feel like I was doing something important. So then I started searching, Mm -hmm. right? I started searching here and there, maybe I should do this, maybe I should do that. And it didn't feel right, nothing stuck Um, and then I felt more like a failure at one point. I remember saying to myself, you know what? I'm good enough being a great mom and like, I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to be a mom Mm -hmm. and I'm going to like, like it some days. I'm not going to like it some days and I'm a really good friend and I'm going to be a good friend and I'm going to enjoy my life Mm -hmm. and I just let it go. And I just thought I'd be a stay at home mom forever. And when you let it go, I let it go. And this then this came up. up.
0: Exactly, I
2: yeah. wasn't searching for this at all. Yeah. And I had been searching for a while. Mm hmm. Yeah. And I, I just it. decided to accept myself. I love it. Yes. And I think
0: that that string of things that can come is also endless for people. I don't think it's, you know, one thing you get inspired by. I think that it's it. It lasts the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, we can yeah. sort of get in that pocket and, um, and
2: just being is enough. of being on this planet. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, you know, people are looking to gain more status or be more important, and they're missing the whole point mm-hmm. that their being is to raise the vibrations of other beings. Their being is to be here to connect and communicate with each other and nature and there's nothing more. Sometimes there's nothing more you're meant to do and that's okay. I uh, recently, somebody said uh, success
0: only means you get to meet more people, interact with more people. I forget exactly how they put it. You can be and feel successful right now Mm -hmm. as you did as a mom, Mm -hmm. as a, as a person first and foremost, and then as a mom. And, uh, and then success means it kind of opens the doors just to play with more people.
2: I just want people to trust in the process. But most importantly, to trust in themselves, to trust their inner knowing, to listen to that quiet voice inside of them. And to hear that voice, you have to let go of the bullshit. Yeah. 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 Slow down. Listen to what's inside. Let go of all the expectations that you think people hold on you, which are really just you holding them over yourself. And let that guide them. Um And just, I think the pause, you know, the answers are in the pause. Mm -hmm. And if you can... Courtney even got that tattooed on her her wrist. I did. I got it tattooed on my wrist so I don't forget. Um, to stop and to, um, listen to myself and to trust in myself, which took many years, um, to do. It took a lot of growing. It took a lot of meditation and healing, but, um... I, you know, I, I almost just said, Oh, I wish I knew now, you know, then, but honestly, it is all a process in your path and your journey is going to be unique. Um, but if you can take a moment,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you'll find that, uh, that whisper is a very, very strong person.
0: What is one thing that
1: you find beautiful in this world? I think that it all comes back to what we were saying, but for me, it's relationships and it's connecting with somebody. Um, Like that is beautiful to me. Like that's what it's all about. Yeah. You can't buy that. No, you can't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you can only have meaningful connections and relationships when you are open to it. Um, And... That's to me is
2: the beautiful part of life. Yeah. It makes life worth living. Yeah. Um, that and
1: Webster. That what? Isn't Webster where life is worth living?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to all our Webster. Um, mine is a little bit out there. Mine is trees. I have a strong connection. Um, I feel like to nature and to trees. Um, I spent a lot of time in the beginning parts of this, um, process, this process of learning about listening to myself and my inner knowing and listening to, um, what the universe was trying to show me and tell me. I learned it through walking and I learned it through paying attention to nature, um, trees specifically, um, that, you know, they're all connected under their roots and then i think that reminded me of relationships and being connected to other people mm-hmm. and not that it had to be people i know but that it could be anybody in this world mm-hmm. and that we are all- smiling all- to somebody i'll never yeah. forget when you said that
1: you were walking that's to somebody what I do and you smiled at this one guy and like you felt this like he smiled back and yeah. you felt this like connection. Huge just like,
2: connection. Yeah. This couple was walking and th- he just had the biggest smile on his face. And I thought, you know what? Every day I walk, this was during the pandemic, during the shutdown. I was in Florida for three months. I said, I am going to smile at every person that walks by. And I had the most amazing amount of energy, but, um, the trees there and the trees here just taught me a lot about taking care of each other. Um, The way they shelter one another, the way their roots um, connect, and the way that they give up water when needed or nutrients to another tree or shade one another. And really the way they take care of us and what an amazing organism they are. Um, And so that's that's something that I find so beautiful. Um, And it's so important to me to have had that experience in my life. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. It's been
0: really, really great to hear all of this. Thank you. Thanks thanks
2: for inviting us, Julie, to have this first podcast experience for Moon and Stone. Yep. (laughs) We can check that off our list now. Yep.
0: (laughs) Thank you for listening. Until next time, remember to be happy by honoring and aligning with the pure potential in you.